for downloading this podcast and welcome to Arrow Bandwidth, the podcast to help the channel better understand the trends, technologies and concepts that are facing the IT industry today. I'm your host, David Fern, and we hope you enjoy this Arrow production and please subscribe. Thanks. Okay, hi and welcome to uh, Arrow Bandwidth and we continue our Wi-Fi special um, with, uh, once again, with my, my co-host, Mr. Richard Good morning, Holmes. good afternoon, good evening, and welcome. And, uh, we are joined by an incredibly, uh, special guest. I thought you were going to say distant. Guest. Distant and special guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? And where are you calling from? Hello, yes. I'm, uh, this is Bruce Miller. I'm VP of Product Marketing with Riverbed Zeros, and I am calling from uh, Porter Ranch, California, which is just outside of Los Angeles. Wow. So I'm stuck here with you. Yeah, North Yorkshire to California. Yeah. I know right. where I'd rather be. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Bruce, where are you, who do you work for and um, on what technology, what Wi-Fi technology uh, are you here to talk about today? Yeah, I work with uh, Xeris Networks, Wi-Fi Networks. So we were a company founded about uh, 12 years ago um, as a uh, wireless Wi-Fi focused vendor and have um, developed some some solutions, some very unique solutions to solve some of the pain points of Wi-Fi over time. Uh, and, and last year in, in April, we were acquired by Riverbed Technology um, to really look at creating a broad solution now that, that covers a, a complete cloud networking portfolio from the edge all the way back to the data center and into the cloud. And so that's the, uh, the track that we're, that we're on today, having, having kind of morphed from, again, a standalone vendor into now a much broader solution provider to, uh, to really deliver the kinds of solutions that, uh, that our partners are, are looking for um, to uh, sell to their, their uh, customers. Okay. So... What was um, Sirius before it? Who you know? Where did they come from? You know, how long have they been around? What's the maturity? Mm-hmm. Right. So, so we we initially um, came from some of the uh, um, the uh, the C level founders of, Z- of a company called Zircom, which was uh, founded in 1988 and sold to Intel in 2001. So, uh, anybody who kind of remembers those little PC cards that uh, created interfaces to printers or wireless or different kinds of connections um, that were plugged into the PCs. Um, that was kind of the, the foundation of the company. And, and, and Zircon, by the way, created the first access point in about 1994 um, that was actually in that kind of form factor of, an, of a device of a box that, that had a wireless radio in it. So there was a lot of um, a lot of technology and heritage in wireless from the beginning at Zircon. The founders then, in, in the early 2000s, um, after the acquisition, uh, formed Xeris, um, similar kind of name, um, actually, uh, to the company, but, but looking at the other side of the, of the equation. So instead of the client side, looking at the infrastructure okay. and, and really getting a sense that if you look towards kind of where we are today, um, if you, if you go, if you reverse back in time back to the early 2000s, there was a lot of venture capital, a lot of investment going into wireless. The standards had just come out. Um, they were, you know, three or four years old at that point in time. Um, but there was, it was clear that wireless was going to be a, a, a big technology and all the clients that were being developed at that time had to connect to something. And so the idea was to create an infrastructure that could scale, that was secure, that had the intelligence to handle, um, all the devices that we see today. 
And, and, and really, when you look at it, 2007 was a watershed year when, when the uh, iPhone first came out, smartphones. And really, it's just been a, it's been a hockey stick up to the right, you know, since then in terms of numbers of devices, the amount of traffic on the network, um, the amount of data being moved into the cloud and in, in offsite locations. All of these have really led to, you know, where we are today in terms of the, um, the, the, the usage and the, and the, and the challenges that we have when we try to solve that from an infrastructure perspective. So we believe that Xerus was, was kind of there very early in the game to create and, and uh, solve those kinds of problems with, with unique solutions. Um, and now as we uh, look forward within Riverbed, now it's part of a broader portfolio of, of solutions to really create that network end to end and, and solve those issues. It's not just about wireless access. It's not just about mm -hmm. wired access. You know, it's all these things coming together into a holistically managed portfolio um, to, uh, to deliver access and to deliver the services that end users are looking for. Bruce, could I just pick you up on that? I, you said that obviously there's there's a lot more to, to Xerus now. It's, it's not a story that is, is purely centralised on um, a, a robust access point. Um, could you give us a, a bit of an example about some of the the additional uh, areas of, of the product set, the solution set that that you bring to bear with Zeus. And, I, and I'm, I'm going to make a leap of faith and assume that a lot of those are, de, uh, are based around the, the the cloud platform and the cloud services that, that you guys have, have invested in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for, for, for sure. I think that's uh, that's a, uh, a key point that's happened in, in the course of our <laughs> lifetime is is really a pivot towards much more of a cloud-based uh, delivery platform. So that's that's a key point right there. Um, as I um, you know I talked about previously, it's it's a big data um, type of um, scenario that we're really looking at right now when it comes to um, being a wireless access vendor. You are at the edge of the network in a very critical point in the network. Where you are identifying users, you're you're a gateway into um, access, and so you have to provide the security services, and now you can provide additional value add services at that point. So when it when it when it comes to what we do, our access points have a lot of intelligence, a lot of compute and memory um, directly in the device at the edge of the network that allows us to do these things in very unique ways. So we can um, apply application-based intelligence and policies at the edge of the network. So we can um, do that directly in the AP. We can uh, allow, you know, uh, database applications or CRM applications and prioritize those to your users. We can block or rate limit other types of applications, social media or streaming media that might be kind of creating problems or, or congestion issues with the wireless network and do that directly at the edge. Another example is location services. We, we actually have a distributed location model built into the access points that can determine the location of a user without any kind of central appliance or, or uh, expensive compute device that aggregates that data. Uh, we do it directly in the APs. So by putting this intelligence, by putting um, this, these capabilities uh, at the edge of the network, we can start to do some, some pretty interesting things. IoT is another area locking down security policies and getting very granular control um, at the network edge, identifying those devices as they come in, um, and then and then segmenting them from a security perspective into their own uh, path within the network, so to speak, so that they are um, completely independent um, from, a, from a density, from a, a performance, from a security perspective, from guest users or corporate users, for example. Um, what we're seeing today is, is really an overlay of use cases for wireless. You, you have a wireless technology, but I need to com connect 
you know, sensors and IoT devices, headless devices. I need to connect guests or contractors coming in. I need to connect secure employees. Um, and these use cases just layer themselves on top of each other in the network. And can I create an infrastructure that's able to handle them without creating an overlay and saying, oh, let's let's add another device here just because I got to connect my um, my video casting uh, equipment. Mm. You know, I, I shouldn't have to bring in another wireless network. We see that that all too often um, as the case. So our approach is is one infrastructure, um, many use cases, and and doing that in then a uh, very holistically managed uh, fashion through through a cloud network platform. So. Good, Richard. Sorry, I was, I was just about to add. I, with all that in mind, Bruce, surely there's there's a constant battle between that delivery of of the right type of service to the client, but then overlaying security with with actually ease of ease of use, ease of onboarding. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah? Is that an area that that you guys focus on as well? Getting that balance yes. right, so the protections there, but then actually that. That never mind the quality of service of the actual Wi-Fi itself, but the quality of service from the actual onboard and joining the network, whether it's a device right. or, or an actual user, guest or permanent, is you're setting the right sort of tone. So I should right. imagine you can go too far. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a very good point. I, w- I would say that um, security and and the ability to lock down an environment and ensure security is really kind of an orthogonal thing essentially with ease of use and it's a historic thing with Wi-Fi um, unfortunately um, you have to enter passwords you have to kind of get over that hump of how to get on the Wi-Fi network easily and and we've actually created a solution specifically to address that called easy pass you know it's kind of really all in the name it's it's geared towards making the connection as simple as possible to obviate the complexity and the issues that you see with with users trying to get on the network and a great example of that I talk to customers all the time who who complain about it where, you know, they, they have a Wi-Fi network and they have this, you know, nice onboarding system that was put in place. It probably costs a lot of money. It, it has a lot of complexity because it, it create it requires users to go through three or four or ten steps that take them several minutes to connect. Inevitably yeah. what happens is the users say, forget that, and they just go to the guest network and just go on the guest system. Yeah. The guest system being unsecure. It doesn't give them access to all the resources that they're looking for as a corporate user or a student or employee of the company, right? Um, but it's easier, hmm. and so you know that that um, trade-off is is a, is an absolute one that that is a problem with with many wireless networks today. Um, and so when we created our solution, EasyPass, it was really geared towards solving that problem as much as possible, getting rid of agents or application downloads or or other locations that you have to do uh, go to to authenticate. Um, providing a, an onboarding experience for headless devices. By headless, I mean, you know, sensors or things that don't have a screen, right? How do I do that as simple as possible yet still do that securely? Um, so we've, we've done a number of unique things. I won't get into all the details here, but some unique things to really make that, um, that uh, experience as seamless as possible um, for not only users that are managing a smart device, um, but also um, less intelligent devices that you just need to get on and scale. Yeah. You know, some of these devices, sensor networks that we've connected with thousands of, of devices, you, you have to be able to do that at scale very quickly, um, and that's that's key to the to the uh, solution. So, so I think you hit on a very good point there where, um, you know, there, there is kind of a, two things working against each other from an ease and a security perspective, um, and you have to uh, have some unique ways of, of solving those problems. Yeah, and the other thing I like is that obviously 
you've, you've thought about the ease of doing things, but you've never compromised on security, I'm assuming. You've maintained, you know, you've balanced, as you said, it's orthogonal. It's ease of access, yeah. but it needs to be easy and secure because there's no point having one without the other. So, right. so it sounds like what you guys have done is built fundamentally a platform for people to be able to put in place and then obviously build upon and, and, and sort of instead of it being its own sort of technology monolith that sit or monolith that sits there and, and works in isolation, you've made something that is very um, almost modular in its its capabilities by the sounds of things. Um, yeah, we call it like granular in terms of, of capabilities. So um, as I mentioned before, you know, putting a lot of the intelligence and, and, the, and the horsepower in the AP at the edge of the network um, and, and making that an autonomous um, capability. So there, there is no separate uh, device, no controller, no, no equipment that's sitting in the IDF that you're depending on for that edge device to work. Um, and that's, that's a fundamentally different approach that we took many years ago than, than the kind of traditional architectures. Mm. And that allows us to put then the policy controls, as I mentioned, the, the application intelligence, the location intelligence, other things directly in the access point at the edge um, so that you are affecting the traffic, the users, their devices, and, and, and applying the, the, the policy controls right there uh, as opposed to somewhere else. If, if the network connection gets cut to the cloud um, temporarily, the, the network still runs just fine. There's not any fundamental dependence elsewhere. And it's kind of interesting as you look back historically on, on wireless technologies, um, I think there was an inherent distrust of wireless and a concern about security. And so, <laughs> excuse me, the initial uh, topologies that really took off were thin, lightweight, essentially dumb APs with the intelligence kind of backhauled into mm-hmm. the controller in the, in the center of the network. And, and that, that maybe allows you to create some things that, that allows security, but it really is limiting in the architecture and the bandwidth and the single point of failure and, and these kinds of things. So um, as the technology matured and um, the technology, the compute power got cheaper, it made sense to push it into the edge of the network, which is what we did, and that creates some very unique capabilities um, to control and manage that wireless um, and the access layer in general. Um, you know, Some of these things that we're talking about extend to the switch network as well. Um, and with the broader um, solutions that we um, have available today, um, this becomes a general access technology approach, um, and then all that gets pulled up into a common um, common platform to manage the whole thing at the end through the cloud. So, this is a a direction that 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 we've been really moving for moving towards the last four or five years, um, and then we feel very excited about the the synergies there. Then with with the riverbed technology. Um, by fortuitous chance, I guess, but but they have some of the same technology under the hood. Their their same application um, recognition DPI stack. In fact, we use the same uh, vendor to license our um, application recognition technology. And so, as we integrate our solutions and policies together, that that will only simplify that effort um, as we you know create a single a single uh, network management platform. So, is it is it fair to say that what what we can expect to see from from Zeros moving forward is not just that ability to scale and expand from from actually an, an end user perspective and a usage of the networks installed but also that that scale out further into the network post riverbed acquisition that further inbred and ingrain into the the family of products that you now find yourself a part of right 
Right. And to just to expand on that a little bit, I mean, you, you know, we, we, we're a wireless vendor historically, so, so obviously got that piece. Mm-hmm. Um, those wireless APs plug into switches, right? So you have to yeah. have that, that piece, right? Ultimately in, in the network. Um, and there's a series of switches that are, um, that are part of the portfolio. And then as you extend back into the WAN, um, you know, Riverbed has a whole solution of SD-WAN, software-defined WAN network um, devices, uh, all the way from small little gateways that might run at a, um, you know, coffee shop or a small little retail branch, outlet, yeah. all the way up to larger gateways that will sit into the data center um, or connect large branches. And so if I look at that whole um, strategy or that story all the way from the WLAN to the LAN to the WAN, you know, all the way back into the data center, there's also data center-based gateways um, that sit in front of the storage components of the network. Um, I can pull that all into a common um, platform now um, from a management perspective. And then the most, um, you know, compelling thing ultimately is then from a common policy perspective. So imagine, um, you know, having a need to roll out a new application. Maybe you, you just, um, you know, brought out SAP or Oracle or Salesforce or some type of application I can push out, that's critical to the business, I can push out policy then from all the way from the WAN to the, to the network edge um, in, a common, in a common framework and say, hey, prioritize this business critical application or, or make a policy decision that, you know, we're going to, um, uh, you know, block or, or limit, you know, the amount of Netflix or streaming media traffic that's in the network um, from that perspective and being able to do that holistically end to end as opposed to point management of these different pieces. So that that's really where where the power of the, of the combined portfolio comes together. Okay, and then lastly, just very briefly, can you just give us an idea about obviously a lot of um, wireless technologies are it's becoming a, a more and more and more important part of a, of a as, as a customer or a retailer or a or a services organ industry. It's becoming more and more important part of of the experience that one gets when they go to a hotel or um, a stadium for an event. Yeah. What sort of, um, technologies, what sort of features are you guys bringing into your, your solutions to be able to really, um, take advantage of that massive opportunity for Wi-Fi now? You know, I mean, I'll, I'll give you an example. I was in a hotel recently and, um, beautiful hotel, lovely room, but the Wi-Fi was absolutely antiquated and terrible and didn't work. And actually, my my lasting um, experience of that hotel now is I'm not going to go back there, not because it wasn't a beautiful right. place, but because it meant I couldn't work, I couldn't relax, I couldn't you know Skype the family. So immediately, I'm, I'm you know, how are you guys helping sort of um, industries not just provide obviously good quality Wi-Fi, but also help those industries to subsequently um, monetize the Wi-Fi in a more sort of interesting and uh, next generation way. Right, right. No, very good point. I mean, everybody kind of has those experiences of poor wireless service and, and it becomes, you know, an expected utility that needs to work or, or you are going to lose customers. So, you know, we would, I would divide, you know, use cases for Wi-Fi access into roughly three areas. So you have the public Wi-Fi access that you talked about there, you know, in like a hotel, you have secure corporate access and then you can, you could add uh, IOT and these kind of headless devices um, coming on to the third category. Each has their own requirements, unique cap- uh, unique kind of characteristics, and, and from a security perspective, unique security requirements as well. So um, we, we handle all of these uniquely in the same platform, so you can essentially layer the access for all of these in, in a common platform and granularly control each distinctly. So 
you know, IoT access, it's all about getting uh, lots of users on very, lots of devices on very simply um, and securely as well because they tend to not be sophisticated. So that's one. Um, the corporate access, secure access, you know, that, that tends to be, um, you know, highly, the most secure piece of things. There's a lot of technologies out there that do that. And um, most companies, you know, have an approach. Hopefully they're using the best practices and the best security to make that happen. The public Wi-Fi use case that you mentioned is, is oftentimes the most uh, tricky and challenging one um, because you see uh, poor designs oftentimes from these networks. Um, it does cost, you know, ultimately to deploy. So how can I do that in the most efficient manner possible? Uh, um, it's, it's potential for customers or vendors, um, I'm sorry, uh, uh, deployment, you know, requirements to be shortcut. I don't have enough Wi-Fi, and so I have the poor experience like, like what you, uh, you had there in the hotel. That can be common. And then the the overlay of the access technologies to get on the network adds a level of complication that can frustrate users as well. So, you know, we've created solutions um, to address those things. We have an easy pass access solution, which is designed to make the, the access to the Wi-Fi as simple as possible. You mentioned the services behind that. Uh, once you're on the network, the analytics and the data that you can collect, we have built-in analytics that uh, provide dwell time, for example, and visitor counts and recurring visitor streams so that a company can, can track the usage of their Wi-Fi network and see how much usage of it is there, um, when repeat visitors come in, things of that nature. And we are building more and more of that capability and, 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 uh, and strength into the application. Or it can be exported through APIs so that um, hotels or other organizations can pull that data into their own systems uh, for analysis as well. Um, we're enhancing some of the troubleshooting capabilities it's very granular, you know, with, with, with a lot of the data coming into the Wi-Fi platform, and you can drill down and get very specific to help solve a problem if somebody does have an access issue. Um, and then the last piece you mentioned, the monetization side of things. Uh, this is very common in public Wi-Fi networks where I can, I can uh, provide tiered uh, offerings, um, you know, basically basic on um, a service to get on, on the line, maybe 45 minutes or an hour. Um, it's free, but it only has limited access. But if I upsell um, the package into something more um, more higher service level, I can start to um, uh, bring in revenue related to that. We have hotels, for example, that you know are able to pull in million dollars plus per year, you know, just based on tiered access services. Wow. Um, and then beyond that, um, just managing Wi-Fi service, you know, worth of venue. So it could be a hotel or a convention center can sell those services to um, the the customers that are coming in. For example, if they're running a show or, or otherwise, um, there's many ways of doing that. So we provide, provide interfaces to payment gateway systems that can, uh, can provide those solutions as well. So there's there's so many different use cases and interesting things out there with respect to, to wireless service. Um, and I think the bottom line is providing a, a, a solution that has the granular controls to handle those all uniquely and securely um, and package them all together in, in, in one platform. Uh, and that's something that we've really uh, striven to create over the last few years. Fantastic. Well, look, Bruce, Brilliant. thank you so much for your time today. Yes. Thank you for uh, for coming to us all the way from California. It's much appreciated. And sure, uh, yeah, we look forward to uh, speaking to you again soon. Yeah. Thank you, Great. Bruce. Thank you very much. Thank Bye. You. Thank you. Bye. Bye.